Hello. Hey guys. Happy, happy whatever day this is. Happy November. Happy Almost end of November. Hey. Oh Have you ever seen the movie Sweet November with Charlize Theron and um, Keanu Reeves? No. Oh, I don't know why I ask you if you've seen the movies because 99% of the time the answer is no. Unless yeah, it's like a super why you asked me that. random movie. Um, um, it's I've a cute movie. Home Alabama. I have not seen Sweet Home Alabama. Do you? Is it because you like Reese Witherspoon? It's because it was a movie that my mom bought on DVD and then we had it. Oh. So I was like, well, let me watch it, I guess. That's fair. I've never seen Sweet Home Alabama, but I, have, I feel like I've heard that that movie hasn't aged well. Or maybe that's a different movie I'm thinking of. I can't, I don't, I don't remember what happened. Oh, something in Alabama, I'm sure. Yeah, something Alabama-ish. Maybe. Can Actually, isn't it all. Can you hear the church bells? No. Oh, okay. Well, the church bells are going because it's 10 a.m. where I am. Wowie. Sunday. Sunday. Slay. Um, one time, there's like a big crystal church, like a glass church. I don't, I think you've seen it, right, Tifa? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like down the street from where I am. One time there was like this huge event and people were singing so loud that I could hear it from where I live. I want to say ew, but that's kind of, it's kind of cute. Ew. It's ew. <laughs> it's very culty. I was like, what the fuck is that noise? It's people. And I was like, oh, it's people singing from the church. Um. Anyway, welcome you guys. Hey, sorry that we didn't record last weekend. People were busy. People have lives, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I feel like it things, I say this all the time. I feel like I'm busy all the time and I kind of am. Like I didn't, I do have things going on this weekend that I'm just not doing because I need a break. Um, But yeah, and that's okay. It's okay to take breaks. It's okay to be busy too. You got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. But welcome to the show. Um, Do you want to get into it? Because it yeah. was last week and right or no? Um, the, what well, do you want to do per and snap first? Okay. Yeah. You, you do yours. Okay. So well, I think of I, mine. <laughs> so my per and snap, I was, uh, it's actually very recent. It's been, I guess it's been three weeks since we recorded and a lot of things have happened. Um, and we'll get into those topics later, but kind of the thing that I've been on in the last, um, not even 24 hours, I don't think is, uh, it's called the pink courtroom. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm, no. Okay. So, <laughs> um, the main, <clears throat> ew, excuse me. The main <laughs> judge, her name is Nella. And it's like literally just like a YouTube, Instagram courtroom-esque TV show called the pink courtroom. And it's associated with pretty little thing. Um, the website, like the clothing website. Uh, and basically they just bring in oh, these couples. Is it that girl and she is um black from but from the UK? Yes. Okay, yeah, I've seen it on TikTok. Yes. So I have been like watching those and listening to those a lot in the last day. Like I found it on Instagram and it's just it's so funny and it's like so stupid that it's just like kind of nice to throw on the background because they like rip these couples to shreds. She's like what do you mean your best friend is your ex and you're invited to the wedding but your girlfriend isn't like that's weird and it's just like all these sketchy things she's like how do you feel about being a side man 
how does her boyfriend, how does her fiance feel about you being her side man? And just like, just complete nonsense. Uh, but their personalities in it are very great and very loud and boisterous and funny. So I recommend checking it out if you like something just dumb to throw on in the background. Every episode's like 15 to 20 minutes-ish. Um, I think they're funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so... A- this brings up a different conversation. Kind of really, kind of not. But you can't really tell on the show. Um, but beauty and glamour are very, very different in the U.S. and in, in the U.K. Yeah. Um, and you can't tell that on the show because she just looks like fabulous and gorgeous. But like the black girl glamour is very different. The white girl glamour it is like extremely different in the U.K. and the U.S. It's like actually pretty crazy um because in the uk they do like a lot of fake tan the white girls do mm-hmm. um and it's like pretty crazy it um, is and like the um i guess like culturally wise it's very different too because obviously in the uk and in europe you're gonna have more like not more but more prominent um african immigrants especially yeah they're um, like from nigeria yeah so you are the ones i follow are from nigeria yeah you see a lot of nigerians or um gone in um a lot of north african or even west african where i feel like in minnesota you get more east african um yeah or just and like either way immigrants either way but um yeah it's interesting to see like the difference and like just I'm also like a very big accent person. Like I like accents and I like like listening people talk from other countries. I know that sounds kind of weird me saying that out loud now. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I have to watch the show because I can't just listen to it because of the accents also. Just because like the slang is very different and the way that they speak is different. Sometimes they're speaking in like different dialects or certain words from different dialects. I'm like, okay, um, I have to watch to get context clues. Are you are you one to um like if someone's speaking an accent are you one to like pick it up like start doing it in front no. of them? No. No. Oh my are god. You? Yeah. I'll like start doing an accent, but I think that's because um, I think I have it in the notes, but like because um the way I speak like um I mix up my R's and my W's and my L's all the time, and so the way I speak it instead of just like sometimes at work i like i do like actually speak um properly but if i were to just speak like you know whatever um i would be mixing my words a lot um and there are some words that i that only i say and this way i say it is like very strictly like me Mm -hmm. um but instead of just like kind of owning it i think that's why i pick up and do accents because then now it just sounds like i'm going in and out of an accent instead of like having a speech impediment um so i think that's why i like to put on accents and stuff and i was like i don't know how my friends understand what i'm saying because i sometimes i don't even know what i'm saying i don't even know what i'm saying half the time yeah yeah um but that's your print snap that's my porn snap. Do you have a porn Here's snap for the last couple of weeks? Or any updates, I guess, in the last couple of weeks? Um, a poo and a snap. Um, a porn snap kind of has been um, this show called 
Impractical Jokesters or Jokers. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it? I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. It's a very straight guy show. It's in my straight era. <laughs> um, basically, like these four best friends, like they um, they pull pranks on each other, or they make each other like do like pranks in public that will like humiliate the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is that that gives me so much secondhand embarrassment that like I can't watch it that often. Sometimes I'll watch it and then I'll like have to turn it off and like go somewhere else. Um, also, <laughs> also, I I will not watch the actual show. I will only watch clips on TikTok. What else is new? I know, right? So I've seen like almost, I've seen a lot of the pranks and stuff or the most popular ones, but I've only seen it on TikTok. And the same thing with Grey's Anatomy. I will not watch a Grey's Anatomy episode, but I will watch a, a clip on TikTok. So I know like a big, like, all the big storylines from Grey's Anatomy, but I've never seen it. Really? Name yeah. two. Um, there's like a shooter episode. There's like multiple shooter episodes, but yeah, continue. Um, and then like she gets in a plane crash, Meredith, and like all of the people. There's also also multiple plane crashes, contrary to popular belief. There is. There's like more than one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so like that's my thing, you guys. And like there's a thing on um TikTok about how the way Meredith Grey walks, like she has a weird walk. Have you so you haven't seen the episode about um the monk girl and how she like goes to the hospital and her parents are shaman and they're like, Yeah, you can't get treatment here, so they leave. I've seen clips of it. Okay. But I think at the time I think at the time they didn't cast a monk girl or a family. They probably didn't. I probably so not. I think the monk community was like, what the fuck is this? Like, but I think they did have like a, I think they did have like a shaman or something go on. But whatever. But yeah, yeah. I was a so Grey's girl for a long time. Have you seen every episode or every season? Um, no, I stopped. Ugh, spoiler alert! I stopped shortly after Derek died. Oh okay, you're just like not anymore. Well, it just like the storylines got so ridiculous and like most of this, um, the cast was gone and the characters that they were bringing on were like just boring, I guess. Like it just wasn't me anymore. And like it wasn't the Grey's Anatomy that um, I enjoyed originally. But I, I've tried to rewatch it recently and like start at the beginning and all of it is like so cringy. Like the writing isn't that great. Sorry, girls. Well, I think Shonda Rhimes doesn't do it anymore. No, I'm talking about like the first three seasons. Like I was rewatching the first three seasons. I was like, this oh, is kind of cringy. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, get your coin, Shonda. Like you who's be doing your fave it. character, and who's your least fave? I I love Yang. I love Christina Yang. Obviously, like who doesn't? Uh, but all of the characters I have, like, a love-hate relationship with. Like, Derek's an asshole. Karev is a complete asshole. Izzy's just dumb. So I guess, like, Izzy's probably my least favorite character. Um, or April. April's probably also one of my least favorite characters. Um, is it because like she's Jack pro-life? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I think that that is something that kind of does bother me. Because, like, as a medical like professional, I feel like you, of all people, should be pro-choice yeah because it's like you have to protect yes i understand you need to protect a baby 
um, but you also have to protect the vessel and like the person who is carrying the baby. So there are a lot of chances or a lot of times that continuing a pregnancy is harmful to the person carrying the baby. Um, So that is kind of like me, but also April's just annoying. Like she's just annoying in all aspects. So I also was a big Jackson Avery fan for like obvious reasons, but like who wasn't? (laughs) So true. Me. (laughs) Literally. But um Yeah, so that's that on that. Do you have a ranty? Um, I think I do. Hold on. Let me look at the notes. I forgot my rant until like 20 minutes, 20 seconds ago. <laughs> okay. So my rant. Yeah. Um, okay. First of all, I just want to say that um, I spilled my prep medicine. Oh. I'm um, like all on the floor. And I have to take the pill every day. Um, and this is how lazy I am. Because instead of just picking it all up uh, and putting it back in the bottle. You've just been taking day, it off just... the floor. Yeah, every day I've just been like looking for a pill off the floor and then just taking it. That's disgusting. <laughs> Bitch, that's so gross. What if Colby comes in and like just eats all your prep pills? Well, then he's protected. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know what happened. He'll probably die. He'll probably die. Um, no, this is my rant, which is I have been feeling kind of strange even before I losing my job. Um, kind of strange because um, I feel like I have been in the past like I loved shopping alone because like and I love doing thing, things alone because like I don't have to wait for anybody like right. I love shopping with people but like damn because I can walk in the store and like see what I don't like and see what I like in like probably three minutes exactly Um, but for some reason that has stopped and I don't like going places alone. Like I don't even like um, grocery shopping alone, um, which is like a necessity because I have to go grocery shopping alone. Um, and I don't know where that came from because like I said, I I used to love doing stuff alone. Um, and then I noticed that like, I'm just feeling a little bit I have been feeling a little bit shy and anxious a little bit. Um, And I remember when I first lived here, even like I said, even before I lost my job and stuff, um, I've been feeling like this. So I, I used to be able to like go places and like explore and stuff, but I don't want to do that anymore. And I feel like because... I don't go into LA that often. I feel like, um, I feel like I've just been staying within a few miles radius of where I live, and I think that makes me a little bit sad. But it also makes me sad because I feel like I don't want to go anywhere because I don't have anyone to go with. So it's like, well, I don't want to go alone, so I'm not gonna make a big trek out to wherever. That's like half true. Yeah, <clears throat> so I don't know where that's been coming from. I have no idea because that, like I said, that's been for probably a year or so now, or maybe more. But I've just kind of realized it uh, recently. 
Um, yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. You guys trying to figure it out, but whatever. Yeah. Do you think that you are just feeling like, in a way, lonely or like homesick? I think so, because at home, at least I have my family and you guys to be like, hey, do you want to do whatever? But here, I feel like my friends are a little more, a little bit more spaced out. So the closest right. one is Jill, but like obviously that's like you know four thirty, forty minutes away. Um, and so you know. I just feel like I don't have any friends near me, but I also feel like, I don't know. I feel like, okay, well, I did it before. Why can't I, why am I suddenly now feeling like that? Right. Like, why now? is it different now? Yeah. I kind of relate to that in a, in a sense, like I am not always the best person at making friends. And I know that about myself um, and that's something that like I've tried to work on. Um, but also for me to just like be comfortable to hit someone up and be like, hey, let's go do this thing can be a lot for me. Um, and I'm OK. Like you said, like I'm OK doing things by myself. Like I prefer to do most things by myself, um, like grocery shopping or even just like if I need to go to Ulta or like run errands. I don't want to have to wait for someone's like, oh, I want to find this thing or like, I want to look through this. But like, I'm like, I knew exactly what I needed when I came in here. I'm ready to go. Like, mm -hmm. and I like doing things on my own time and like people not waiting for me either. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, if there's like random things that I want to do, there aren't exactly like, there are people that I could like, hey, do you want to go do this today? But also just kind of being an adult also is like no people don't want to do random things like last minute or sometimes they do like it really does depend you know yeah i think so. a part of it too is me missing um my little sister because oh. when we used to live together i would just like knock on her door and be like we're going to ulta right so get in the fucking car because we're going to ulta and so i don't have that anymore i don't have anyone that because she's like always at home i don't have anyone to just be like hey let's go somewhere let's go when and they won't like say no or whatever or if like they, they say no i'll just be no. like we're fucking going like you don't have a choice yeah so i think that's part of it too because that has been gone obviously for around four years because i moved away um and then now she's like living on her own and like doing stuff so i think maybe that's part of it too uh -uh. Well, sorry to hear. Hopefully if you do, I mean, are you, are you still like undecided if you're moving back or you're like, no, I'm coming home? The only thing I'm scared about is because I've been looking at job postings there. The only thing I'm scared about is that if I move back, there's like limited opportunities for what I do. Right. I think I could transfer into other aspects of microbiology or quality management. Um, mm -hmm. But there's nothing specifically right now for cannabis. Um, so that's the only thing. Can I find a job? Yes, I think I can find a job. Um, so right now I'm I'm still applying to here and in Minnesota. I have a follow-up interview at Latifa's work on Monday, LOL. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like, 
she was right after she was like, I'm going to schedule for a second interview. And I was like, okay, well, work. Good luck, really. Um, so Latif and I might work together, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the gagginess of us potentially being co-workers. <laughs> no, I was like, wouldn't that be so gaggy? <laughs> I literally, the other day, I texted them and I was like, can you imagine me just be like walking to Cal at work and be like, hey, bitch, it's time to get this shit done. And people being like, oh my God, like, why are you talking to him like that? Be like, oh, right. Yeah. Did um, you read the email, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think uh, I think I'm applying, just waiting to see again. Like I told the whatever her name was, um, probably around the middle of December. I think it's gonna snow pretty soon. I, even though it was hot, like the other day, she said, yeah, it's like sixty or something. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to drive initially, and then now that I'm pushing it a little bit back, I think I'm gonna ship my car. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what Boo Boo did. She shipped her car. Yeah, I mean, she kind of had to. I mean, yeah, she kind of forced, forced, forced to. Um, but I'm gonna ship my car and then just fly back home. Um, so around the middle of December, that's my due date, I guess. Um, but yes, still trying to see what happens. I don't Period. know. I'm just kind of taking it day by day. Tbh, tbh. Literally every day I just wake up and take care of Colby. So I'm so curious what your roommate is going to do if you do indeed move back home. Cause like who's gonna care for Colby? I don't know. I really thought about that too because it's pretty like if you were to get a new person in here, it would be a strange kind of request. Right. Like you person. have to take care of my dog. Like, yeah, like, hey, you have to pay rent, but also, like, sometimes you have to take care of my dog. And I don't think that's a pretty common thing that most people would like to do, especially right. if they don't like dogs. Because my I friend, think, um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think we feel that way because, like, I'm not a dog person, but I think that there are people who, are, if the posting was like, there's a dog here, um, so you must be, like, friendly with dogs. And like be okay occasionally taking care of dogs. Some people might be like, "Oh, I've always wanted a dog, and now I don't have to buy one." You know. I think so, but I think what my roommate is asking is like, "Hey, especially if you work from home, can you feed the dog at this time, and then also uh, walk the dog at this time, and then, and then um, that's you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then also sometimes weekends I'm not gonna be there, so you have to take care of the dog like specifically at these times and stuff. Um, but I I have a friend Jerry who's who used to live with this crazy roommate, and like he, she would make him take care of the dog, and he was like, I'm not gonna do that. You have to either pay me to take care of these dogs, or I'm not gonna take care of them at all, and they're just gonna shit all over your house. Oops. And then he let them shit all over his house. And then she finally was like, okay, yeah, like, I guess I'll fucking pay you. Um, so, yeah, kind of a strange request, I think, for a new roommate to kind of... I guess for it. as much as you take care of Colby, it's almost like, yeah, it is, it is a lot. Or at least, like, discounted rent or something. Like, here's how you could half off rent, but you also have to take care of my dog. Yeah. If you look at our text message between me and my roommate, it's just him requesting that I feed and walk Colby. 
So, Literally this morning. <laughs> yeah, I took care of Kobe Friday because he had he wasn't home, and then Saturday night he was gone, and then today probably um he's gonna be too tired to take care of him, so I I had to feed and walk him already. I low key was like, you guys are kind of like a married couple, but like a married couple that is only married for the logistics and because it's just easier to maintain a household than like for tax over. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh like God, can you so take care of the dog can you take out the dog um i'm gonna be gone this weekend okay talk to you later like very much so okay thanks okay anyway what was your rant okay it doesn't say how long oh it does say how long we've been going just kidding um i went out last night for my cousin's birthday um we went out with um my mom and her friends for the birthday this time her birthday was actually last weekend um so into this bar in northeast it's called the moose they do karaoke six nights a week and it's a good time like we went last year um my cousin plays piano man or sings piano man like song on karaoke but she also plays the harmonica and it's like pretty badass um and it's a good time i sang i have no business singing Work, um, mama. uh yeah i did i want to dance with somebody because i knew that everybody else would just sing the song and it worked mm -hmm. Um, but my rant is, okay, so the, the funny thing about the moose is that the age demographic is literally like 21 to 24 year olds and then like 50 or older. And like, there's really no in between. Um, and they opened up their basement this past summer. And now that they're, now their basement, so upstairs is the bar and they do karaoke and they have darts and whatever. So it's like a dive bar. And then you go downstairs and it's like this big open room. And my cousin was right. She's like, it gives high school dance vibes because it's just like a big room. And there are like chairs stacked up against the sides in um, like a DJ, like in a closet, like just facing toward like a, another. There's like a little small bar. And there's these two girls, bless their heart, because like <laughs> I, I say this because I'm a dancer and i appreciate it but it was just really giving pick me in like i'm really not trying to hate on people I, I promise but it was just like so out of place they were dressed up like brad stalls it was giving like um oh my gosh sugar and spice are those the twins yeah yeah so it's giving sugar and spice drag but they were they're they're girls they were just and every song that came on they would like five six seven eight and like like in fucking white chicks would just like come out with a routine not to the song just like random eight counts and then just do that like five or six times and i was like where where to dive bar like where are we what what where they would do it on stage no just like in the corner mama that's us <laughs> <laughs> no that's not i would never i would never i would never unless it was specifically that song i would not i like that they're workshopping right there the in the fucking like we're testing song. the new material yeah and i was just kind of like i also was just kind of like i'm i'm getting to an age where i'm just too old to be at places like this and i was just kind of like yeah what is going on and like they weren't even it was it wasn't even the fact that they weren't like dance it was like TikTok dances like it'd be one thing if it was like good choreography. real choreo <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't take videos because I didn't want to be rude and like record them, but maybe that's what they wanted. Um, but I was yeah, just I like, that's what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, I don't understand. Like it wasn't even good dancing. And I was like, if you're going to be like, we're going out, we're having matching outfits. <laughs> Still <laughs> If you're gonna go out and have magic outfits as friends, which is already kind of cringy, I remember. Mama, that's there, like, us. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, it's in high school, Calvin. Not now. Not at like 23, 24. <laughs> so yeah, at like 16, it's like, look at us. We're so. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they had fake IDs and they're actually fucking 16 year old girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it I can't was believe just you like... sang. I can't believe you sang in public. I picked a song that nobody else. And then there were a couple times that I could hear myself on the mic. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, ooh. I was like, I am not Wayne Houston, and I know that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a time. It was a. I just I couldn't look away either. It was like a train wreck. I was like every time. Yeah, Mama, tell me why one time I went to this private karaoke bar. Um, like you have you have, you get a private room yeah um with uh jill and robert and roy for my birthday one year and we're singing loud and loud like like loud as fuck um and then i'm like i have to go to the bathroom so i exit i go out into the hallway and i can still hear them very clearly <laughs> and i was like oh i thought that i so thought that it was sound here right yeah and not only that but we were making fun of the person at the front desk um, on the mic. Oh my god! So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was weird. Um, yeah. Shout out to karaoke bars. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time. Otherwise, uh, I went home at like ten thirty because I was like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> ten thirty. Well, we got there at six. And karaoke oh. started at 7.30, so I was like, I've already been here for four hours. Like, I did my time. It's time to clock out, like, later. I did my time. It's time for freedom. Literally. Okay. Um, Anything else about that until we move on? I don't think updates? so. Okay, slay. So Latifa did, like, a bunch of things, you guys. Um, That's why we couldn't record, but she was... I didn't even know. I didn't even realize that... Well, she, you talked about it before, but I, I like, failed to put it together that that's where you were um, when you... Chicago. Oh, yeah. So I went to the NARPER convention. I love saying NARPER because I feel like it... <laughs> anything that ends in an... Or that starts with an N and ends in an R it's just like hilarious to me because i can always do the what did you just call me and people are like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> but that's just me um so we went to the narper convention and the narper convention is the national alliance against racist and political oppression it was out in chicago um november third fourth and fifth like it was a weekend thing um it was really cool they had like a really uh, a lot of really great speakers um sorry i'm paging through so i can get names correct um frank chapman was there he's a very um 
big and important person within Chicago and the U.S. He's written a couple of books. I actually got a signed copy of one of his books um, at the conference. Um, President Stacey Davis Gates, she's the president of the Chicago, Chicago Teachers Union. Um, Angela Davis was a speaker. She wasn't there physically. She was on her way to like Australia or something for another convention or something that she partners with, but um, had pre-recorded like a 20 minute video or address to us. Um, a lot of big Chicago people um, and people from all over. So uh, it's basically and is a organization um, from different parts of the country and different justice or social groups um like we went as mirac um tcc for jager the twin cities coalition for jamar clark was there um family supporting families against police violence minnesota was there um students for democratic society were there some of the tampa five were there uh, just different groups from all over the country from like new jersey new york florida texas uh, and basically, they just had like different panels throughout the weekend that we could attend. I attended one on um, police violence and families and how they are impacted. But then I also attended one about violence um, toward the LGBTQIA and Black trans women and trans people in general. Um, and that was very informational and kind of it was it was interesting and nice not nice i feel like the words to describe things that are like political and about oppression are just like it was really cool to hear about how the fight in florida's going yeah like th that's not what it is like it's eye-opening i guess is a better way to phrase it yeah. um or very i learned a lot and i don't want to just keep saying i learned a lot um about what the struggles are in Florida and Texas at these times. Like one of the um, panelists was saying how she was just like marching around in like in Florida. She works at, I believe, Jacksonville, I believe, I think. Um, and talking about how she's like, I just want to pee. And like that was a chant that they had because it was during like the bathroom bans and like mm -hmm. how you have to go to your assigned bathroom and shit like that. And I'm like, how stupid is it that you have to chant about like, I just want to go to the bathroom? And, like, that's what people are asking for. And, like, it obviously is a lot deeper than that. Um, and it goes deeper than that. It doesn't just cover, like, going to the bathroom. It's not being able to be out as a teacher in schools or be able to be um, an advocate for your students and things like that. Like, actually, this last week in Farmington, there was a school board, a school board meeting that was shut down um, because a teacher was asked to remove either, like, a uh, we're all welcome here or like a pride flag in their classroom and like the right wing mamas were there and they were ready to shut shit down and I was like this is so stupid like all this bad shit is happening in Florida but also it's like happening here back home and like specifically to in my hometown um, which I ally just kidding um, well, maybe <laughs> not I was in our GSA club back in like 2011, 2012. So like you were, I was girl. Don't act surprised. True. I don't know why I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, th I think as a group, 
we didn't we weren't recognized a lot i don't know if you even know if we were like an official club with the school um but i joined because i had friends in high school multiple friends and like that's not i don't know i guess i think we've talked about it on the show before um i've had, mul- I had multiple friends in high school who had either come up out to me or were comfortable being around me and like being themselves um I've always attracted the gays. Just kidding. Not really, but like. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of true. Yeah, that kind of like pans out. I don't know. Like, not on purpose. I just, it just kind of happens, I guess. I, I, I like to think of myself as an accepting person. Um, and I don't, I think a lot of what happens in high school is people want to have a queer best friend or a gay best friend or something to be like, see, I'm cool. Um, but that wasn't necessarily the case with me specifically like we just both yeah. happened to like wearing five inch heels at school like and that's a boy and i'm a oh. girl and like <laughs> oh, i thought you were saying i had the gay friends but i wasn't cool <laughs> oh i mean both i was not co- i wasn't that cool and i was well liked in high school but i wasn't popular by any means um but yeah so i was in gsa but now they're like, we need to ban all these things. And I was like, I feel like a lot of these things have been happening for a long time. So I'm very confused of why just now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the convention was really nice. Um, we saw a lot of people that we went on the delegation with in April of this year. So a few of them were there also. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool convention. I'm I'm sad that we did. I didn't get to talk about it before because a lot of it isn't as fresh in my mind um but yeah they had a lot of really great speakers um a lot of the talks while we were there um was about free palestine and um a lot of organizations wanting to do that i think that was one of the big takeaways or plans for the next year is um they want every city to do like a day and it might have already happened because there have been like free Palestine events nonstop since early October. Um, there was one Friday, there's one to yesterday, there's one today, and there's one tomorrow. And like they're nonstop. Um, there is a palace, a free Palestine coalition starting. And so there will probably be more events. I think they want to do weekly events um, forming, at least here in the Twin Cities. But that was a really big thing at the convention. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. It was uh, it was nice to be surrounded by people who are like minded and know that like you're in the struggle and the fight together. Uh, but yeah, that's nice. Yeah, girl, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, just uh, to comment on two things very quickly. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't think I said this because I think we were, we might have been on hiatus while we were, while this was happening. But when like all the really uh, harsh drag bans were happening and all of the, the rules and like the laws that would be coming out about like, oh, you have to wear clothes that are from the, your assigned gender at birth or whatever. I remember uh-huh. thinking like, this is so crazy. And like, who's to police this? Like who... Like, what are, how would you even begin to, to police that? Like, what women, what can they wear pants or what? And then also I remember thinking like, okay, but like going quote unquote in drag, 
who's to say that I'm not wearing a little bit of concealer and then suddenly I'm in jail? Like, what does that mean? Like, where is the line? Yeah, like, where do you draw the line in the sand? Because, you know what? Sometimes I do like to wear makeup, you guys. And are, am I going to get thrown in jail for wearing a little bit of foundation? Like, I don't know. Um, so that was crazy. Um, and I, I forgot to say that because, again, like I said, we went on hiatus. Um, and then going back to what Latifah said about Free Palestine and then also our last one, um, our, our last episode. Mm -hmm. I forgot to say this, but I would like to clear this up. I think the way I think of... Oh, who was that? Miguel's here. Oh, hey, Miguel. Calvin says hi. Sorry. You're okay. Miguel's also been saying how much he wants to be on the show because he's tired of me slandering his name. Um, We love slander. <laughs> Calvin says we love slander, which is kind of true. <laughs> slander is... Um, no, I was going to say, um, I think the reason why a lot of, and if you look at like the celebrities that support Israel and support Palestine, you can see that there's a very clear difference of white people and white celebrities and people of color and people of color celebrities that support um, Palestine. The reason I think why I do is because I come from a culture that does not have a country or a place to go home. Right. And so the the reason I am not for the government of Israel or Zionism is that coming from a place and a culture like mine, you, you are not guaranteed a place of your own. You don't have a right to a place of your own. And if you try and take one, you're taking it from someone else because all land has, is essentially occupied at this point. So... I just wanted to clear that up and say that that is the reasoning that I am obviously free Palestine because sometimes you don't get the things that you want. And also as a person of color and as also as a gay person, sometimes you don't get the things that you want and that's just the way that it is. And that's just, is it fair? No, but it, that's the way that it is. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick. Yeah. No, I think it's good to clarify. And yeah, it is. There are a lot of, different cultures and people who don't have a home country necessarily or were either through genocide or through colonization or just being forced out of where their homeland is um that does happen so i think that that's like a really big thing yeah just uh, make it work you guys i don't know why i said that but um you had more updates i thought Right. um yeah can we take a quick break like a bathroom break and then <laughs> okay I drink, Let I drink me a lot pause. of water okay but then yeah i will touch back okay okay bye bye okay you guys we're back we're back um where did our stuff go oh that's a good question. Well, it says 99% uploaded. Does that mean like? Um, I don't know. Okay, well, hopefully it just uploads. <laughs> I feel like it always shows up after we're done. Yeah. So hopefully it's just a break. We've never taken a break through this. But yeah, that's on yeah. me. I'm trying to okay. rehydrate after drinking last night. So I've been drinking a lot of water. Yeah. 
Um, I think that. Do you, did you drink a lot or what? Um, define a lot. So I probably had like two drinks. Have you ever blacked out? Three shots. Yeah, the first time I blacked out was I was with Rathmany, which is like on brand. <laughs> Work. <laughs> But um, I've blacked. I don't think I've blacked out like a lot. I've probably like a couple of times told in my life. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> a side story. So tell me why we were talking about like um, this kind of ties in. So Thursday night we went to a play put on by Full Circle Full Circle Theater called Anonymous, and it's about refugees and immigrants um, and their experience and like based on Homer's either i think the odyssey the iliad or the odyssey i'm not 100 mm -hmm. sure yeah. um but we were talking before the show because we a few of us grabbed dinner and how one of the kids was like yeah the best parties are gay parties in high school because otherwise parties are kind of lame and i was like i went to a gay high school party once but um my friend was dating someone who i believe was like 22 or 24 at the time and he tried to fight him at that party. And in hindsight, it's kind of weird to have a bunch of like 15, 16, 17 year olds at your party as an adult. Because um, I remember. Yeah, sometimes... the way I would not do that now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking how like some guy had passed out drug and hit his head on like a glass table and then it like literally passed out. Um, that had happened that freaked out latifa because that was my cousin I and i was like died. i can't find a pulse and latifa was like freaking out yeah what the fuck was i supposed to do? <laughs> just remain calm you're like you just be like okay <laughs> <laughs> was that before oh after god. you tried to fight somebody that was so gaggy oh my god Woo. yeah and i was like yeah gay parties in high school haha <laughs> that was you like yeah that was my <laughs> um no, you had to be there, you guys. I think we told the story before, but that's one of our great ones. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do a lot of parties in high school, but that was one of them. And I was like, I think I'm okay. No, I was going to say, because um, as a person that doesn't drink at all, like I've never had a sip of alcohol, I don't know how to handle drunk people. And if you were blackout drunk, I don't think I could notice. I don't like, I don't know what that looks like. And I wouldn't know um... how to like handle you. It's weird because blackout for different people is different things. Like, like are you I don't on remember. The floor or are you still like, if no, I say like, hey, but where are you? So you, you could still answer? be like cognizant. Like you could, there's like blackout passed out drunk, but then there's also just like blackout. Like I'm just not, like I'm awake and I'm doing things, but I'm not going to remember this in the morning. Yeah. So um, I don't remember the last, I guess I wouldn't remember the last time I was blackout drunk. <laughs> um but yeah. i don't generally drink that much but last night i had like three shots and like two drinks and i was like tipsy but i also was just like with my mom and her friends so i wasn't gonna be like messy <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. so yeah yeah well because uh, i was just thinking like as a person that doesn't drink there's always a moment where for me i know it's gonna turn <laughs> yeah I'm like, oh, after this shot, I'm going to probably go home because I know it's going to turn into something that I don't want to be here for. Right. Um, but yes, I was just wondering how drunk you were. Yes, Diva. Um, anyway, Latif was on a panel 
Yeah, so we went to this play on Thursday with Mirak, and they needed a couple panelists to kind of speak about the immigrant and refugee experience. Um, and I being first generation and also just working with Mirak. Um, the play was really good. I think today might be their last show, so sorry um, that this is coming out later than um, being able to get the word out. But it was a really good play put on by Full Circle Theater. They do things like this often. It's a community theater. Um, and basically it was the story of this refugee who has to go through his like, who are you? Like, who are you? Which, and it's like not until later on that like everyone is telling him what he is or who he is. And um, very campy, very like very much theater. Uh, but it was really good. The acting was really great. Um, the panel went really well. It was myself and another Mirac member by the name of Manny and then the director um, and a guy being the moderator, I guess you could say. Um, and I think it's important to know that like Minneapolis and St. Paul and the Twin Cities do um, are home to a lot of refugees and immigrants. Like obviously we have a very large Hmong population. We have a decent sized Korean population, um, Somali, Ethiopian, um, I think are the biggest ones in the Twin Cities. We're also seeing a lot more um, refugees from like Venezuela and other parts of Latin America. And then obviously you have like immigrants who are just immigrating here, whether they're displaced or they're refugees. Um, so kind of touched on that a little bit and like how one of the questions was like, what do people not know about the immigrant or refugee experience? Um, and my answer was like, you just don't really feel like you belong anywhere. Like you are displaced from your home or your home is not your home anymore for whatever reason, whether it's been like bulldozed, whether it's been war torn, um, colonized, whatever the case. And then you come to the US or whatever country you're seeking refuge in and you don't really fit in there either because people are like, you're not from here. What do you want? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I talked about Elbit Systems too because they brought up the whole Palestine thing. Um, and they're like, yeah, now we're seeing people that are going to be displaced and like Minnesota's progressive. And I said, well, wait a minute. Um, Minnesota currently invests. I don't remember if it's $6 million or $6 billion, but either way, it's a lot of money to Elbit Systems, which is an Israeli company who actually does the surveillance and cameras at the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, and we fund money to that. Like um, state pensions are funding that as well as like Governor Walz is signing things to fund that. So like Minnesota does have a hand in hurting not only Palestinians, but also like other people trying to seek refuge or seek a life in the U.S. Um, so like as great and as holier than now, like a lot of Minnesota likes to think we are because we're like the trifecta with state or with um, walls, house and Senate. Like there are things that we're doing that are so harmful and like Democrats aren't necessarily the answer to those things either. So um, I talked about that and talked about another girl who was, I want to say Nigerian and Puerto Rican talked about be being mixed and what that looks like and like how um, her dad stopped speaking his native language with them. And like, I feel like that's kind of something that's similar sometimes throughout um, growing up as first generation where people are like, nope, you just have to learn English. Like you're not going to learn this because we don't want you to be looked at as different. Um, but a lot of the times like language, food, and certain customs are all you have that tie you back to like your homeland. So 
yeah it was a really good panel i thought so anyway slay did, did yeah, well. they ask you to be on the panel or did you just be like i'll do it i guess so they had reached out to mirac to be on the panel um or to kind of be involved in um the play whether it was like certain panels or promotion and attending the show so i think about like 10 of us went to the show uh, but i had volunteered as mirac to be on the panel so they didn't like seek me out specifically but i volunteered slay yeah girl just out here um i'm trying to think if there's anything else any updates from you anything else going on with you and your life um no <laughs> period <laughs> i mean i just have um i'm just waiting for incoming interviews and stuff um oh you know what i will say about yep. this which is um yes i'm allergic to cannabis and well um and i found that out a long time ago but i will still periodically take uh, edibles to see if i'm still allergic um and <laughs> i am um and it's to the point where like um i still get like pretty allergic if i if i take like one every day for like a week it'll it won't be as bad but if i take a break for like months and months and then take one yes i will get like an allergy attack and like my nose will get stuffy my eyes will get red which is normal but my stuffy nose and then also my throat will start to close and also like it's to the point where like if you know when you like have a cold and you can't sleep because you can't breathe yeah it, it, it gets to that like i can't like take one and go to sleep bitch not you being unemployed and just getting high every day I don't know, silly, right? <laughs> um, but I will say that when I do take one, and I've talked about how Latifa and our friend Gary are very, very good at remembering their childhood. When I do take one, I get glimpses and memories into my childhood that I have never, that I haven't thought about in a, in a while. And um, it's interesting because it must unlock some part of my psyche that is locked up away um, deep, deep, deep down inside of me and brings it to the surface. Because um, I do not remember them at all, but I know that they are real memories and like real mm -hmm. images that happened. Um, and so I can see how cannabis is really um, effective for people that have like anxiety or PTSD. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's really cool. I was going to ask, what is your experience when you have an edible or or are high? Oh, um, me, I haven't, I haven't had an edible in a while. I've wanted to recently, but I just haven't like, I know that that's a commitment because I don't like being high in public. So like me highs, like I literally just want to be in sweatpants at my house. Like there's some people who get high and they're like, I can do all these things now. I'm motivated. Yeah. I'm going to go work yeah. out. That's not me, girl. Like at all. Um, at best, I'm like, I'm going to binge watch a season of something on Netflix or like HBO Max. Mm -hmm. um, so I am. When was the last time I'm high? I was high. I am, you're more so stereotypical, like, 
relaxed and like just wants to chill out eat a lot i like to snack a lot high um and i don't like thinking about anything like for me if i'm gonna get high it's literally an escape like i don't want to have to process anything so that's why i say it's like it's commitment because if like i take an edible at like 6 p.m on friday i know i'm gonna ride that out until i fall asleep and like am having like not coming down um but not really feeling like all peppy and like ready to go for saturday morning you know what i mean yeah that's what um i i think that um having no thoughts like how you said is kind of how i feel but Mm -hmm. i always am getting images in my head when i am high and um they're not like fully images of or memories sometimes they are but sometimes they're just like little things that i find reminiscent about my childhood like if it like the other day it was like little bits of like fonts and like little pieces of scrapbooks and like little drawings and images that i do remember from my childhood just never really thought about before um but also it does scare me because i can't stop them like they Uh just they just keep coming you can't stop them and so that scares me because what if i start thinking about something bad or something painful in my life and so because of that i have to watch maybe that's why you watch something too but that's like why i keep a podcast on or like have a tv show in the background so that if something does pop into my head that scares me um i just listen to the podcast for a little bit and then forget about it interesting so i can see how it's good for ptsd but also bad because it might bring up some memories that's true uh, and I think this this I was had this conversation the other day because like people are like oh I'll do an edible or some people are like oh I want to do shrooms or like acid and I feel like with at least with edibles like the high isn't always necessarily as long um but it's not hallucinogenic necessarily like I there have been times where like actually no I haven't seen <laughs> edibles but like there are definitely times where I'm like I'm I feel like I'm spinning or like you're like zooming in and out like at a rapid pace and like that's not fun and that's why I don't think I could do hardcore drugs or like do hallucinogens because like I would lose my mind and I know that there's science and blah 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 like you can do molly or you can do acid <laughs> and all these things but like I I don't know I mean like to each their own do what you need to do and like be safe about it but it's not for me girl yeah yeah but yeah um should we jump into some aita or um what was the other one that you mentioned um uh choosing beggars choosing beggars yeah you guys i think next time let's do um a top five stories beat down where latifah and i shared the top five stories in our lifetime i think that would be funny Top five stories about what? Just like life in general or like? Of, like the craziest stories that we have, like that we've experienced. I've lived a very like... not exciting life, but sure. Okay, fine. You can do top three. <laughs> okay. I'll see if, uh, if I can come up with the top three. I'll try to come up with the top five, but I feel like it, it'll be. I, don't I feel like I have. Okay. It doesn't have to be crazy. Like the story about me signing up for a spin class. Like, that could be one. 
just like you driving um an unhoused person randomly yeah that's one too dude the way that like i will do anything to oppress a man except for talk to him slay (laughs) so i'm slaying let's see okay so i am on reddit i am on the choosing beggars thread currently um i'll read the title names and you let me know when you see hear one that you want me to read are you on Uh, am i the asshole i'm on choosing beggars do you want me to go to am i the asshole no i'm on no i can look for it too hold on oops let's see this one says i met a woman while shopping um do whenever i don't i don't okay let's let's (laughs) i've never read or gone to the juicing beggars um is it a subreddit or is it a thread i don't understand i don't that means speak reddit but i understand enough to like filter through because like i do follow some reddit threads or subreddits about certain tv shows or movies um because that's where all the that's literally where all the tea is all the time like it's twitter and reddit yeah for like cast updates and stuff um okay so this one is off of choosing beggars and it says met a woman while shopping um i had the most frustrating experience outside oh okay before sorry i know i've started can you explain what the choosing beggars reddit is yeah so choosing beggars is kind of like am i the asshole but not quite it is a subreddit on um reddit oh what yeah um and so it's a thread of people being like these are my experiences with these crazy ass people so for example it's like um if you ever knew like a fucking person that was like hey can i get a ride because I don't have a car and they're like and you're like yeah okay sure and then once they get in the car they're like can you also take me to like the store and like can you take me to like buy the stuff and like da 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 so it's people who are like you know how people say beggars can't be choosers it comes from that so it's oh. people who are begging for free things or discounted things um but they get mad when you cannot um beat them all the way yeah give them that or meet them all the way or like just whatever i feel like i see that a lot on um like TikTok, where people share the screenshots of them selling something on like facebook marketplace and they'd be like yeah this is 300 dollars firm and they're like i'll give you 100 dollars." i'm like nope 300 firm and they're like why won't you just give it to me for 100 dollars? you don't need it i'm like because i need the money and they're like that's rude of you and you're like okay well don't yeah worry. ask any friend with a small business they can probably tell you about a bunch of choosing beggars true very very true okay so back to this first one this is literally the first one on the thing because i'm not super familiar with this one um okay so it's about a woman while shopping I had the most frustrating experience outside a grocery store a couple weeks ago. I had just finished my shopping. We finally did a big haul to hopefully last a month, and we all know how tough it is out here with the cost of living. Sitting outside the grocery store with a cardboard helped me and my young kids assign a woman who calls out to me and asks if, asks me to help feed her children. I sympathized as a mom myself. I know how tough everything is and how we can barely, we can, or sometimes are barely getting by ourselves. 
Um, I had a big case of muffins that were extra and offered them to her. And she goes, no, I don't want those. I need money. I told her, I don't have cash I can give you. And she says, well, can't you just give me your card then? Me, no, I'm not going to give you my credit card. Her, uh, well, at least go inside and get me a gift card. Me trying to be nice, but getting frustrated. I know how tough things are are right now. I can barely afford to put food on my family's table. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't have anything extra to give you. I wish I could help you. Her, you seriously can't afford to help me? Not even little? Really? Scoffs. Me, I offered you muffins. Her, well, I don't want those. I need a gift card or cash. Let me get a gift card. It's not hard. Me, I told you. I have my own baby to feed. I need to feed my own family before I can try to feed yours. I'm sorry. Her, seriously, you won't help me? You can't help me? I'm sure you can spare some money for my family. Just take me shopping. Me, I'm sorry. I have bills to pay. No, I will pray for you. This is just a small blurb. (laughs) I just, sometimes it's like you want to help. And there are like, if I can give cash, I usually will give cash. But there are also times where I'm like, I don't have cash. And I see someone, I'm like, hey, I don't have this. But like, I do have this food. Here's this. So I, I get it. This reminds me of my mom um, because one time my mom told me that she went to like Wendy's and oh no, she went to Subway. Excuse me. Let me get my facts straight. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. She went to Subway and um, there was like this woman in line like begging for food and my mom was like, okay, yes, I will get you. Um, I'll get you a sandwich. And then she was like, what would you like on your sandwich? And the woman was like, da, 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 da. And then finally at the very end, as she was about to ring it up, the woman goes, "Um, aren't you going to make that a meal? (laughs) And the way it pissed off my mom. (laughs) I don't don't know why it pissed off my mom so much. Because like my mom was, I think my mom was like rushing to like go back to like work or something. She didn't have a lot of time. Cause she's a nurse and she has to like drive to people's houses. So my mom was like, no, I'm not making it a meal. You're going to get the sandwich and that's it. Cause that's all I really have time and money for. But I, I don't know why my, that pissed off my mom so much. And if you know my mom, my mom is very, very patient. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you another story about my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> my mom rant. Cause my mom is very nostalgic and sentimental. And so her one time her tire popped and my brother, when he was in college and like in high school, kind of, he used to work at like a discount tires or whatever. Uh So she went to that same discount tires, which is like by where we live, kind of. And my brother is no longer working there anymore. So he's like not there. My mom um, gets her tires changed. It takes a while. And then for some reason, I guess she feels close to the people who are changing their tires. So she buys every single employee in the that discount tires a sandwich. <laughs> and, <Jeez. laughs> and I was like, Mom, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. They're like so nice, like changing my tires and stuff. I don't know. I just felt like I had to like be nice to them and stuff. And I was like, okay, random, but. I mean, that's really nice, but like, sure. So that's how patient and like nice my mom is. But like, for some reason in this instance, the mom, that that person asking for a meal just pissed her off. And I thought that was so funny. And that it, that basically is choosing beggars. And that is basically the story right here. So 
period yeah i think unfortunately you do see that sometimes with people and like if i if i had offered someone food and they didn't want to be like okay i'm sorry like hopefully someone else can give you something and like yeah i probably would. i would have checked my wallet for like cash or something um but yeah like i don't know people try to be helpful and you can't if I was her, I would just take the muffins. I'm like, I'm going to sell these muffins now. I'll get money that way. But also that's like <laughs> not, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's unfortunate with like unhoused people and it's, it sucks because they do need all the help that they can get. But like, if you're not going to take the help, then like, what, what else can I do for you? Like, I can't. This one it. is gaggy. Let me read this one. <laughs> okay. This one says, Homeless guy doesn't take, this is very much me. This is how I feel. Homeless guy doesn't take money from gay people. <laughs> um, this happened a while back. I was stopping by a 7-Eleven and I saw a homeless guy out front asking for money. I figured since I had cash, I could give, sorry you guys, you know I can't fucking read, okay? <laughs> I could give him a dollar and some change at Oh my god, I anticipated to get in return. Coming out, I go to give him my change. Oh my god. And he begins to be weird. He asks me if I'm homeless. <laughs> Gaggy, okay. And I reply, no. He then asks me if I like women. I reply, yes? Question mark? I am just confused at this point. Then I walk away to my car. He goes into the store as I'm getting ready to leave, but he comes back out when I am about pulling away, um, tries to ask me something. He says, hey, no disrespect, but are you gay? Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> take anything from gay people. The nerve of that guy. I said no and took off, but I should have just said I'm gay and I'll take my money back. Needless to say, I think I am just not giving money to homeless people anymore for that. That is something I think about all the time. I feel like that's like a, that's like, a, <laughs> it's wrong for him to not want to take money or anything from gay people. But it's also like you can't decide off of that one experience to be like, I'm never giving money to homeless people again either. Uh, yeah, that was weird, that ending. But, um, but <laughs> just maybe. Like, is this gay money? <laughs> Where did, gay money? What did you pull this dollar out of exactly? <laughs> yeah. That is silly. That's maybe he doesn't want to take money from gay people because he knows that they are also oppressed. He's like, I, I only want straight that. money. I want straight money because <laughs> straight people have everything. Give me all the straight money you can. But that's oh so goodness. stupid. What if fucking like RuPaul and like full on drag was like, here's a hundred thousand dollars. You're now the winner of fucking drag race season 16. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. He'd be like, nah. Yeah, I'd be like, no thanks. Actually. You're queer. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> I sent a video to Latifa, <laughs> being like, this guy's like, or this person is like, don't ever forget that queen and queer are one letter away. I would never love say you, queer. That. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that. I would never ever say that. So oh my cringy. god. Woo. Okay. Oh my god. What? Here's one. Free dog sitting. 
and pay oh, rent. Is it you? Oh, I know. I was like, did I write this? Weird. Holiday sublet, two bedrooms and one bathroom with a doggo. Ew, millennial core. <laughs> um, hi, neighbors. We're going away December 16th to January 16th. Oh, January 6th. Oop. They were there. And have a furnished two bedroom um, available. Our well behaved, our world. Oh my God! Our well behaved collie retriever dog will be will also be at home and needs to. Oh my God! And wait, our oh my God, dog will also be home and needs to go for walks. But otherwise, she is ha okay. First of all, it's not my fault because she started a sentence with "but." That's not correct. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but otherwise, she is happy to hang out at home or to have people over for hangouts. If you have family visiting who needs a place to stay during the holidays and are good with pets, feel free to reach out to me and let me know what their budget is for accommodation. I can send pictures and have info as well. And then someone comments, people pay for dog sitting services, not the other way around. Right. So I think people are feeling like this girl's like basically being like, hey, like, Come pay to stay in my you. house and watch my dog. Not only that, but like pay for it. Oh yeah. So that's that's. Did I write that? That's weird. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. You should send that to your roommate. Be like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe these people? Well, I saw one on here that was like, "Hey, like, um, we're offering an exchange of services." I, I, this is, I'm not reading this, but this is just from memory. We're offering an exchange of services. Um, you get to live here at the house. Um, you'll have your own private entry and like private bath and kitchen and stuff. Um, but you do need to take care of the kids. Mm -hmm. um, you have to take them to school some days. Some some of them are like independent and they don't need that help. But you will have to like clean around the house. And then also. Um, it's $900. Like, you'll be paying rent to $900. Oh. And people were like, well, what what exchanges are you offering? Because that's not... You're asking for a nanny, but also, like, she's paying rent. So she's your roommate? But then if she's your nanny, then she shouldn't be paying rent. And, like, why is she taking care of your kids? So, yeah, stuff like that, you guys. Period. Period. Here, I have a... Am I the asshole? Read. Um, this okay. one says, "Am I the asshole for eating at the children I babysits babysit for's house?" That was a terrible title. Um, I, twenty female, babysit for some extra cash on the side. This just happened, and it's eating me up. So here we go. So I ordered. Uh, oh my gosh! Now I fucking can't read. Yeah, exactly, bitch. So the family ordered pizza for dinner. Mom left cash on the table. Um, for me to pay it was me and the two boys seven and ten a large cheese pizza and breadsticks first of all <laughs> cheese pizza okay whatever if you don't eat cheese pizza just don't eat pizza cheese pizza is fucking i used to be a cheese pizza girl mama it's very boring I, I did i was too but it's like exactly like just whatever i get it like seven and ten sure um i've always been under the impression that the babysitter is allowed to have a reasonable amount of dinner if they're expected to serve dinner. I've babysat a few times in the past and have never encountered this. When the parents came home to relieve me, they asked how tonight went. I said fine, and that the pizza place was really good and 
as I had never ordered from there before. The mom looked at me puzzled and asked why I ate her kid's dinner. I said, I just had two pieces of pizza and a breadstick. <laughs> I feel as if it's not an appropriate amount to eat. However, the parents disagreed. Dad said they did not expect to have to feed me dinner as well and told me not to eat their family's food. Overall, I'm very uncomfortable and confused by this experience. Both boys were fed. They did not complain about being hungry the rest of the night. I personally feel, I personally have always assumed, perhaps wrongly, that I'm expected to serve dinner as the sitter that I'm welcome to have a serving. Is there something, is this something that anybody else has ever experienced? Am I the asshole? Yeah, what's going on there? Because what are you supposed to eat then? That almost sounds like a um, choosing beggars type of thing. Low key yeah. though. It's like, yeah, we left a pizza here for you guys, but when we said you guys, we meant the children, not you. Yeah, that's people are so mean. Have you ever babysit it? You'd have. I'm sure you have. Yeah, absolutely. I used to babysit and like I But not crazy people's kids. Like they never treated you <sighs> like that. No. But there was a couple times where like I definitely wasn't paid a lot, but I was like, whatever. Sure. Um, or they come home really late, but that's weird. I feel like there's, but there's never been a time where I've babysat and they're like, they're always like, help yourself to anything in the pantry. Like there's a frozen pizza in the freezer, um, help yourself to like juice, whatever, have snacks, but it's never been like, why did you eat the pizza that we ordered? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think she's the asshole. I think that they are. And I hope that's a general consensus. So far, I'm seeing a lot of not the asshole. These were leftovers. Um, that or they can come and cover her for a 30-minute lunch break. Mr. and Mrs. Scrooge McDuck over here. Yeah, like, what the fuck was she supposed to do? Like, I got, like yeah, I guess she could have ordered herself food, but, like, I'm getting paid to babysit. Like, I'm not supposed to leave. Could I have ordered myself something? But then, like, who's to say that the kids wouldn't see her order something else? And then what? Want what she had, you know? Yeah, but imagine me ordering out. Thanks, I just spent the money that you're gonna pay me. Right, on my own exactly. meal. Thanks. Right, like <laughs> I'm not babysitting for free. Like it'd be different. It'd be yeah. different if they were like, uh, not even though, because if it was, it'd be weird if it was like, hey, we bought like six ribeye steaks and you ate four of them. <laughs> like that i'd be like okay maybe don't eat that okay much. yeah maybe that you maybe you ate a little too much there but but like two slices of pizza like for me it almost feels like something else maybe went wrong or they're like just trying to wait to find like find a way to get rid of her yeah i think so too that's silly no, the consensus is not the asshole very silly of them let's see what else is here what else Moving on. Ooh, have you heard of the Am I the Devil subreddit? No. Okay, so Am I the Devil is like, Am I the Asshole, but like times 100. Um, so people usually, let's see. So the title of the Am I the Devil thread is called Am I the Asshole for Not Parenting? But they're originally stories from Am I the Asshole? And people basically are like, you're so much of the asshole that you're like, are you the devil is kind of the uh. whole thing. Um, so this one says, 
am I the asshole for making my daughter give her tablet to her younger sister? Um, I recently made a decision which led to my daughter not talking to me. Now I'm wondering if I'm the asshole. The other day, I found myself in a bind as my 14-year-old daughter, let's call her Sarah, was engrossed in homework on her tablet. And her six-year-old sister, let's call her Mia, was bored because her tablet had died. I insisted Sarah give her tablet to Mia, which led to Sarah staying up late to finish her homework. Am I in the wrong here? I have a hectic work schedule and commitments, leaving me with little time to entertain Mia after her tablet ran out of battery. Feeling the pressure to balance both Mia's needs for entertainment and Sarah's academic responsibilities, I suggested that Sarah give her tablet to Mia, who was growing increasingly restless. Sarah was frustrated, understandably, so she was working against the clock to complete her homework. Reluctantly, she handed over her tablet, resulting in her having to stay up late to finish her assignments. Now my daughter and my wife are not speaking to me, and they're saying I don't care. I care more about Mia watching YouTube than her homework. I get she's upset, but I was busy and couldn't play with Mia and her tablet. Would take a while to charge, so I expected her to understand. Am I the asshole? Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> It's just sometimes I look at I watched a TikTok the other day and it's basically supposed to be like how to respond to people who say like out of pocket comments at work and you're basically your response is like what a weird thing to say out loud or was that the, <laughs> was that supposed to go to everybody or was that supposed is that meant to be a private message and just like responses like that and that's kind of how I feel about this I'm like what a weird thing to say out loud like you know your daughter was working on her homework that she needed to finish her homework but your six-year-old is her tablet died and like have her sit next to her fucking tablet on the charger like why is that yeah why is that how do we, question? how do we feel about ipad babies and ipad kids though i get that there is a lot of things that parents have to do to like maintain a household and i also understand that like our parents didn't have that luxury but also, like, a lot of us got into shit that we didn't necessarily need to or weren't supposed to either. Uh, and, like, every kid is different. I do think that screen time should be limited for children. Um, because as a millennial who's addicted to their phone and, like, has to watch something all the time, like, I wish I would have developed better habits probably for, like, us in our generation, middle school and high school, like, where I did actually read a decent amount uh, but I don't like really read it all now. And I know that it could be better um, and have other hobbies and things. Um, but it's just like you you build a dependency on it. I just think it should be limited. I don't think it I don't think like a three year old needs a tablet. Like I think that you can play with toys and yeah, toys maybe not be entertaining all the time. And yeah, you have to clean up toys. And I get like the parents who bring the tablet out for their kid to like watch something while they're at dinner like that i kind of understand because it's like well i can't entertain you if there's not food in front of you like yeah you could have a couple toys but like sometimes it's easier to throw on fucking like gabby's dollhouse or like fucking blues clues i don't know what kids fucking watch these days um yeah. not paw patrol i'm an anti-paw patrol person oh because oh, <laughs> they're cops yeah because they're cops hey, Fuck cow, paw patrol. Bitch. yeah <laughs> even fucking paw patrol don't fuck with me bitch um <laughs> stupid but okay um but i get i get that i think there are times and places for it but like if you're just at home and you're on your phone and your kid is just on their tablet like 
just watch TV together, like, or just, I don't know, read a book together. And I know I'm not a parent, so it's hard for me to say that and like not have to do it. But yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about tablet kids, iPad kids? Yeah, that's what I, I, well, just to preface this, Latifah and I are not parents, LOL. What? I don't know if you knew that. Um, but so like my advice and what I think is probably different. I understand like you being like, Ugh, just fucking watch this iPad because I have stuff to do. Right. I understand that, but I do agree with Tifa that like screen time should be limited and like you should probably find other hobbies for your kids. Um, because in this situation, it seemed like you just didn't want your daughter to, it seemed like you just wanted her to shut the fuck up. And yeah. like, regardless of whoever's iPad they were using. And so like you sold out your other daughter that was like doing homework for the younger one that would like not shut the fuck up. But I think you as a parent could have been like, um, maybe let's try something else or do something else. Because obviously the older daughter needs to do her homework and then maybe when she's done, you can do it. Um, I do, I'm like half and half on seeing um, iPad babies on the iPad, like at a restaurant or something or like in public. Because I understand that you don't want your kid to go crazy and like run around in the restaurant. But I also feel like, and maybe this is the millennial boomer coming out, but I also feel like my brother and me didn't do that. And we were just fine in restaurant because we didn't have iPads or Game Boys or right. stuff. And it's... Like, I did grow up with, like, a Game Boy in, like, my late elementary school years. And, like, I could play it. But after a while, my parents were like, okay, you need to go outside. Or, like, go yeah. read a book. Go do something else. And then it was, we could play our Game Boys for an unlimited amount of time if we were, like, on a road trip. Or we were flying somewhere. And things like that. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, we watched a lot of TV. And, like, watching TV isn't crazy different than, like, you watching an iPad. But I do think it is also very straining if you're like a kid and you're literally two inches from your iPad screen all the time. Like, that's not good either. Um, yeah. And I'm also saying that as a millennial addicted to their phone who, like, scrolls endlessly. Yeah. But I know that well, it's bad. That, yeah. I think that, like, having your phone all the time, especially with kids, I think it does lead to an addiction. Because for mm -hmm. some time, my my brother, my younger brother, could only fall asleep if he like watched friends and he would let it play yeah. all night and then like for me i i can eat in silence but i do prefer to have something playing in the background um but i remember when i was a kid instead of city like instead of like um like watching like you know a dvd or whatever while eating dinner um my aunt would have us do like a play conversation, like a, a fake conversation, but just to practice our conversation skills. Yeah. And I think that did help because I think when you are le letting your kid like on their phone all the fucking time and stuff, I think that they're like not developing people skills or conversation skills at all because they're not talking to anyone. Um, no, exactly. And, and like, so, yeah. I feel the same because even in like a not necessarily post pandemic because like I we get emails at work with people getting COVID like 
pretty still pretty normally like every so often so i know like the pandemic's not fully over but i even in the year and a half that like i wasn't socializing as much as i was year and a half two years like my social skills and even me talking like i stumble upon words a lot more than i did um and i think that has something to do with covid and the pandemic and like there are a lot of covid babies that were born and i do think that it is something to say like if it's me by myself yeah i'm gonna throw like a youtube video on but it like it annoys me even me going home for dinner and like having dinner with my family and my dad's like let's turn on a show and i'm like why there's like five or six of us here we can just talk to each other and i think that that sometimes needs to be normalized like you do have to learn how to interact and i get that like what are you going to talk to a two-year-old about or a six-year-old about in this case all the time um but also like i don't want to say like if you can't parent your kids don't have kids but like if you can't just don't have kids like that's (laughs) that's why so many people don't have as many kids as they used to because they're like it does take a lot of time and energy to put into a whole other human being that's life is literally dependent on you like yeah go find your six-year-old a coloring book and be like hey you have to wait an hour until your ipad charges you can do something after that i'm busy i'm working your sister's doing her homework your mom is i don't know grocery shopping she's doing her own thing she's working like you just need to do this for this amount of time. I will come get you when your iPad is charged. Like that's all it probably has to be. Yeah. I um I had a coworker that was explaining to me that she had a COVID baby. And the way that she grew up was developmentally like different because mm-hmm. she learned how to speak um in like that YouTuber speak and she would refer to herself as like a specific like username. And she'd be like, hey, you guys, it's uh, whatever. Miss Rachel. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and so when things finally started to open up, she'd be like, she, my coke was like, oh, my God, thank God. Because, like, now she can, like, go out and, like, actually see different kids and, like, have conversations with people that are not just me or her aunt or her family. And I was like, that's so interesting because I didn't really think about that. But, yeah, if you your kids are not talking to any of the kids in the – language and the knowledge that they only have is from youtube i think that's like pretty funny that's like all the um, american kids that had um british accents after they were just watching peppa pig for so long yeah 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 that's funny it's like a similar thing and i i get where the parents are coming from but like definitely the asshole like definitely yeah um could have just i don't know talk to your fucking six-year-old or been like my other thing is why did your why did the other girl get the ipad for so long that your daughter had to stay up so late to finish homework like why did you plug in her ipad or her tablet while she's like okay i'm taking an hour break from homework here's the ipad do whatever you want but like charge her so then an hour later she can get back to doing her homework i literally think what he's giving is like i don't want to talk to you right now i don't want to be your dad dude like go away like what the fuck um i think that's the sentiment that he had and i think that's a lot uh, like what the people are picking up on so um i think that's all we have time for yeah i think we are um we are good for the day um, yeah we can maybe do top three top five stories next time i'll think about yeah stuff. i think that'd be so funny i'm gonna try and like make it about 
us, but if it's not about us, it'll still be funny. Okay. Okay. Period. Let me. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later.